Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my lovely voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and um, I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. And <clears throat> today's episode is going to be about, was any of it real with a narcissist? Woo! Yeah, before we get started on today's episode, Check out my self-love journal on Amazon, Lee Hammock, Self-Love, I Love Me, uh, help, how to help you rebuild their self-love, regain their self-development, and then, you know, their identity as well. Yeah, link is in my description of every video and every podcast I do. Just check it out. Or you can go on Amazon, Lee Hammock, Self-Love. If you already got the journal, give me a good, give me a good review on that thing. I appreciate y'all, though. Seriously. Um, so, was any of it real with the narcissist? And I know what people are going to say, y'all. A lot of people are going to just automatically just say no. It was all fake. It was not real and whatnot. Yeah. So this. So I I, I understand why people say that. I really really do. And I'm a, I'm of the ilk. Whatever helps you. Whatever helps you heal. Believe that. You see what I'm saying? That's what that's what I that's what I think. You know. Whatever helps you heal on your journey. Believe that. But just for me, it's just in my coaching. You know, the coaching I've done. You know, the thousands of people that I've talked to and worked with and helped and whatnot. I just don't think I can just tell people that it wasn't real because in my mind, in my heart, as a narcissist, a lot of it was real for me. You see what I'm saying? A lot of it was real for me. So I, I feel like I would be disingenuous to tell people, hey, look, that 40 year marriage that you had with your uh, with your partner was fake. All of it. None of it was real. Get over it. Live your life. Learn to heal. What? The kids, you, the life you built together, the kids, the grandkids, the great-grandkids, all of it was fake. Get over it. Like, y'all would literally tell somebody to their face and just mean it and expect people to heal and get over that. And that, I can see how, can you see how telling somebody that directly like that will lead them, can lead them to a, a spiral, you know, will lead them to a, a, sp- a spiral of possible sadness and whatnot. But you see, so this is for me, y'all, y'all can even see the cognitive empathy that I have for people to understand, like, that would hurt. <laughs> that should hurt. You know. So in my mind, was was any of it real with the narcissist? Yeah, I feel like if any if any part of it was real, I do feel like the main the beginning part was real. What they had, which they they what they saw they saw in you, and this is me speaking from personal perspective because you know I don't speak for all narcissists, but what they saw in you is typically what they lacked within themselves. This is how my mind feels. You know what I mean? They might have saw in you. Somebody that they feel like felt like could complete them, and they actually might have felt like you completed them, right? Doing that love bombing phase, doing that idealization phase, like you are perfect for us. Like you, you, you know the yin, the yin and yang symbol. You, we are now yin and yang. You completed me. Like what I feel like I lack within myself, I feel like you possess, and I feel like I like that. I like feeling complete because internally, since I like feeling complete internally. I express that externally. They say, so during the idealization phase, the first phase, the love bombing phase, the narcissistic person is probably in love with you. 
They, they really think they ain't love. They really want to be with you. They really think you complete them. They really probably think that they found their soulmate, and they will treat you as such. Yeah, and old people are gonna say, "How long does the love bombing phase last?" Y'all, it lasts as long as it lasts. There is no time limit on. <clears throat> there is no time limit on how long the the the, the love bombing phase will last. It, it just isn't. There's no time limit. There's no time like there there isn't, y'all. So I tell people because there's no time limit on it. Just you have to just base yourself you have to calm yourself down you're like you have to take your time and just like okay and you can't get it back y'all it can never go back to the beginning it just can't y'all so the most real part for me are the big the big moments i feel like even <clears throat> even in my mind the big moments were real for me the birth of my child us getting married all this other stuff that was real for me too so i'm just like when people just say none of it was real i just like y'all that i don't believe that for, so let me preface this. Let me go. Let me, let me let me rewind first. The preface. It was real. No real. So some people, you're not just dealing with your regular run of the mill narcissist. Some people are dealing with sociopaths and you know it's possible people who possess a high level of psychopathy. Those people are fake. Those are fake people. A lot of them are fake, disingenuous people who create these characters that you fall in love with. Do narcissists create characters? Yes, absolutely. Yes, but. I create this character because I, I do feel genuine. I feel like I do feel genuine feelings for you. And it's not me just saying narcissists are better than sociopaths or people with ASPD or anything like that. That's not just not me. This is just my perspective, y'all. Again, some of it, yeah, I do believe some of it was real, you know, but I don't feel like in this situation, in order for you to heal, if you've been dealing with the narcissist, in order for you to heal, I would just say, don't try not to focus on the good times, the real, the, what I just said, because a lot of the good times I feel like were the realest times which makes it easy for you to focus on. Like, focusing on the good times doesn't help you move forward, I don't think. Because sometimes focusing on the good times requires you to look back. And when you look back, it just, when you look back, you see the good times and you're like, dang, it wasn't all bad. Let me go back. And sometimes, sometimes when you look back, you go back. You know what I mean? Because you, you are afraid of what was, you are afraid of what's in front of you now. So you continue, you're continue, you don't know what's in front of you. It's like, all you're walking through the fog. You see what I'm saying? You walking forward through the fog, getting away from you. Like, was this was any of this relationship real? Like it's foggy as hell. Like imagine being on a a long highway, right? And you're walking. There's no car. Well, you could be you could be in a car, but let's just imagine you that you're walking right. Take your time. Get right with me right here, yeah. Imagine you're on a long highway in the middle of nowhere, and this is like you leaving your toxic relationship. The only way out, the only way out of your toxic relationship with this narcissistic person. Is to like literally walk down this, oh, this this one way in, one way out. You have to walk it, and it's foggy as hell. You don't know what you don't know what's, what you don't know what's in front of you. You don't you can't even see your feet. You don't know what's one step in front of you, but you have to trust yourself to walk forward. Right, you have to trust yourself to walk forward through this fog because other people have made it out before. Right, you've seen other you've heard about other people making it out before. You've seen videos about people making it out before. Right. People, people have been through this fog. So there's people on the other side. You just have to trust the process. There's other people on the side of this fog, right? But in front of you is the fog where you can't see what's coming. You can't see what's coming next. But guess what's behind you? Behind you is clear. Behind you is clear skies. Behind you is behind you is clear skies. You look back, you can see all the good times. But guess what? The bad times are in there too. So you can see the good times and the bad times. You know what's behind you. You know what's behind. You know what's in the relationship behind you. It looks beautiful. It, look, it looks serene. It looks like there's palm trees. There's big buildings. There's a lot of stuff over there, right? But there's smog in the air. 
the smog in the air. It's like little, yeah, you can see clearly because you know it's back. You've been there. You've lived there for years, so you know what's back there. It's clear as hell. You know it's back there. The person you, the person or people who've hurt you are back there too. You know what I mean? They're waiting for you. They're standing, they're standing in the middle of the street. And sometimes, sometimes they're walking behind you trying to get you to come back. Hey, come back, come back. Look, we'll change. Look, we'll get rid of the smog in the air. The smog will be gone. Hey, I'll get rid of the toxicity. I'll go to therapy. I'll go get help. And you hear that, you can look back. And sometimes you go back because at least you know what's behind you. At least you know what you're dealing with, right? That fear sometimes, y'all. Was any of it real? That that part is real. You, your life was real, y'all. I'm not telling tell, I'm not gonna tell you wasted your life with somebody. You know what I mean? Take it for what it is now. Was any of it real? For the narcissistic person, I'm telling you, a lot of a lot of it was real until that idea like once their idealized image of you, the perfect image they have of you in their head gets shattered, that's when they that's when they, the realness kind of goes away. They become who they actually are. You see what I'm saying? They then they are their real selves. So if they're being their real selves, and typically y'all, their real selves is going to devalue you and treat you badly. It doesn't mean that they'll get get get. It doesn't mean that they'll break up with you. It doesn't mean that they'll go away from you. They'll keep you around. They they will emotionally get rid of you a lot of times, way before if and when they physically discard you and get rid of you. You know what I mean? So the physical discard doesn't always. Everybody everybody doesn't get physically discarded. A lot of people just get you know emotionally discarded, and the emotional discard is rough. It can absolutely be rough. You know. If you're dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person, you understand exactly what I'm saying. Like it's gonna be, it's, it's it's rough, y'all. Rough times, you know. So you have to empower yourself to get to this point. There's like, is any of it real? Take the point, oh, y'all. You have a kids and stuff like that. You, it was any of it real? You some some of y'all are walking with kids. You <clears throat> you on this you on this deserted road. You walking with kids and grandkids and houses. You, you got a house. You got a dog with you. Are your kids not real? Is your family like was your family down there? Look, y'all, it, it, it's going to hurt and it's going to suck because narcissistic people are like, you know, f- sometimes it's like we're false people. You know, we present who we, we don't present who we really are up front. We present we present who we can be. You fall in love with who we can be. You follow with the typically you fall in love with the potential of who we are, too. You know, even if we have our little flaws and stuff like that in the beginning, sometimes y'all are willing to overlook them because you see the good in them. You see the potential in them. You might ignore the red flags. This is a real person you're dealing with, y'all. Your light, a lot of your life was real, but this is not me just saying the bad times were real too, y'all. The good times were real. The bad times were real too. What gives you more, like, yeah, whatever helps you heal, of course. You, y'all, if you don't want to believe any of it was real, I promise you, that doesn't hurt me at all. Don't, if that helps you heal, like, none of it was real. Heal that way. But it's just in my mind, the part, all, to me, a lot of it was real. But a lot of it was painful and sucked. Do you want to go back to that realness right there? Real pain, real emotions, real sadness, real hurt, real cheating, real lying, real physical abuse, real mental abuse. Was that not real too? That that was real too. So when you take when you if you think some of it was real, you have to take the bad parts with it too. You kids can't look at the good parts. Oh, that was real. That was real. That was real. The bad stuff was real too. You mean the bad stuff and from the narcissist's mind, the bad times happened too, but it somehow, some way, shape, or form was always your fault. It really is. It might not have been your fault, but in my mind, it really is your fault. So, yeah, I have to treat you a certain type of way because I'm blaming you for my behaviors. I'm holding you accountable for my behaviors because I refuse to hold myself accountable. So was any of it real? Yes, y'all, a lot of it was real, but it doesn't mean that's a positive. It doesn't mean you go back. You mean, but whatever helps you heal, y'all. It's like in my mind, a lot of it was real. The devaluation stage, I was angry as hell. Like when that perfect image of you shatters, and it's not your fault that the perfect image shatters, y'all. You're not a perfect person. You can't be perfect. But when that narcissist looks at you like you ain't perfect, like you're imperfect now, 
now remember I said you remember I said in the beginning, we feel like you complete us, but because so because this perfect image of you shatters, we feel incomplete now. And being incomplete, feeling incomplete for a narcissist is like a damn near, damn near emotional mental death sentence for narcissistic people. And it's not me trying to get you to feel sorry for them because they try in this part right here, because we feel like we're dying inside because we feel like you lied to us. We feel like you manipulated us. Now we have to get you back. Now we seek vengeance on you because you, we feel like you lied to us. You didn't lie to us, y'all. You didn't present yourself as a perfect person. You are not a perfect person. Once that narcissist viewed you as imperfect, because we are all imperfect people, y'all. You could have just said, you could have said the word no. The word no makes you an imperfect person, y'all. It's, it could be as simple as that. It could be as simple as you setting a boundary and saying, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to deal with that. You, it could, that's what it could be right there, y'all. Absolutely. Take it for what it was, y'all. Look at it. Look at it. You know, you don't, you can't erase it. If you can, can you erase this? Can you erase 10, 20, 30 years of your life? Can you erase your children? Can you erase the stuff, you, the life you might have built together? Can you, you want to erase it, but you take it for what it is. Y'all. Look at it. Look at it. Understand what you went through. And now move forward. You don't have to take it with you. You don't have to look. You can take your family with you. You can take your kids. You can take your dog, whatever. You can leave that person behind in that city. It's a beautiful city, y'all. But through that fog, I promise you, there's a there's a beautiful there's something more beautiful out there for you. There's something waiting for you. It's freedom. You can once you get through that fog. Once the fog lifts, you the further you get under, the further you get away from that city, the more the fog lifts, and then you see beautiful. You're like, damn, this is way better. When the fog lifts, this is the city you go to. Is way better. You're like, whoa, I didn't know this. This is real, too. This is realer. This is the life I deserve. So go get the life you deserve, y'all. And, and this is me. No, this is not me in no way, shape, or form trying to just tell y'all to go back to a toxic relationship. This is me just trying to help you heal and move forward to stay out of that. You know what I mean? Accept it for what it is. Empower yourself. Be as strong as you possibly can. Like and subscribe for more, and you'll get the self-love journal because the self-love journal can help the fog lift the faster as well, y'all. Stay tuned for more. Like and subscribe for more. Build the hood. This is out. Peace.